The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Welcome to a five-count Christmas. Ah, It's a five-count Christmas. Can you hear the five-count Christmas bells? This is wonderful. It's a wonderful time of year. Very joyous. Holly. Jolly. Other words. I hope my daughter's listening somehow. I hope she's not, because it's way past any reasonable person's bedtime. It is. But if she wakes up, she's been waking up a lot around this time at night and uh i'll just turn the show on right away she'll love it this is her the charlie brown christmas is like her favorite show no this is a five count christmas i know but the music she will love well i would hope so nobody plays more hits christmas yuletide jams does anybody play more bells that's my question i hope you don't wear yourself out how long do i need to play the bells you can stop if you're feeling uh, like you're getting Belbo. I'm feeling really good, actually. My two-year-old has been working me out on the drum set every single day. First thing in the morning, first thing when I get home, just before bed, we're playing drums all day. Don't you work? I said Don't you have a job? Don't you do anything productive? I mean, yeah, I'm teaching my kid how to play drums. That's pretty productive, if you ask me. Maybe you should teach everyone to be merry. Oh, I wish I could teach that. That's right. a valuable skill. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the five count, and I'm so glad to spend it with you. Gentle that seemed listeners. sincere. Did it? Typically, Ton is the scroogiest man I know. Scroogiest? So for him to say that, that's not he's a really real. saying something that's... about the spirit of a five count Christmas. <laughs> That's not a real thing, me being a Scrooge. Come on. I love Christmas. It's going to be a great night tonight, Ton. Got all your favorite Yuletide hits. Got a gift for you. I got a letter here. Ton's got a letter, a Christmas letter. Wow, from Santa, Toy and Candy Lane, North Pole. Wow. Wow, Ton got a Christmas card. Yeah, but it's actually addressed to you, Sir Dustin. 
Sir. He called you sir. Well, didn't I tell you I was just recently knighted? For the ton to read. Wow. Should I read this right now, or what am I doing? Well, you can't just bring it up and then bring it down. Well, like you do I... to everyone else listening. Oh, jeez. I just want scrooginess. to make it known that on the back it says, Hi to Floyd Shouts a lot. So this person is thinking about you as well, Floyd Shouts. Santa Shouts. Christmas season. You know, I'm thinking about you, Floyd Shouts. I'm thinking about... Uh, <sighs> Floyd Shouts. Christmas nachos. What a time. What a time for him. You ever get them nachos from Taco John's? Feliz Navidad. And from Taco John's. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I don't know. I, yeah, okay, I have. I have had the Feliz Navidad nachos. The Feliz Navi nachos. <laughs> from Taco John's. They're pretty excellent. Did you bring any tonight? Uh, no. I feel like that's something that you really could have and should have. Wow, look at this. Dust. There's a card, first off. Don't change the subject. I want my nachos. Snowman. We can go get your nachos after the show. May your days be merry and bright. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas, Dustin and Tun. Friend and fan of the five count, 14 years, John New Ulm. December 9th, 1054 p.m., 2023. Wow. I love that he just writes the, everything about it so we just know exactly we can envision in our minds the time of day and everything that John's writing these uh, amazing letters and cards. And look at this. You think he was shirtless? Could you imagine? Wow. I better rain it back in here. Dollar off coupon at Starbucks. Rain it. Like reindeer. Yes, and uh, speaking of raining it in, sausage coupons. He's got your name on it, Dust. Why does the sausage coupon have my name on it? Well, just thinking about you and John and New Ulm. What have shirtless, you heard? Old Wisconsin sausage. Save three bucks. This is really good deal. Wow. Old Wisconsin sausage. There's two of them in here. Three bucks. Another chocolate coupon? And he's got, wow, cars matching game. It's a whole second set of the cars cards. Oh, Merry Christmas. Wow, my kids will love this. My kids loved the other cards, by the way, John. Thank you so much. They were very excited. Wow. When the cars, when all the cars have been collected, the player with the most pairs wins. That's awesome. He's got another uh, a little letter here. Um, with an expired coupon, and that's okay. Ten more car cards enclosed. Now you can do the matching game. Instructions enclosed. Thank you so much. Coupon enclosed for huge sausage. <laughs> Plus coupon for Starbucks. Two cans or bottles. Do you ever watch Full Throttle Saloon on TV? Motorcycle Place. Think there's a Predator movie in 2024 and Popeye with Dwayne Johnson, what? The Rock, as star. Wait, The Rock is going to be Popeye? That's what he, that's the John is saying. That this. can't be a thing. Thank you, Dustin and Ton. Wow. The Rock is Popeye. Are you sure? 
That's crazy. I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard that at all. I also haven't heard about the Predator movie, but um, I hope it's good. I don't know. I haven't watched some of the latest Predators at all. And to answer your question, John, um, no, I have not watched Full Throttle Saloon on TV, but I've been to the actual place multiple times. Um, I didn't know there was a TV show about it. That's really interesting. Um, the Full Throttle Saloon, I actually have... Uh, some very scandalous stories that I can't tell on this regular program about the Full Throttle Saloon. Can you tell them on our Patreon bonus show? Yes. Because if you join us on Patreon, we have an extra special bonus Christmas episode. Yeah. An also five-count Christmas. We're going to be recording that a little bit later. John, looking in your direction, if you really want to hear my uh, scandalous Full Throttle Saloon uh, story tune in there i it's it's real i've been there i've uh, gone to concerts there and yeah it's quite the place let me tell you it's quite the place wow thank you so much john merry christmas i hope you're doing well wow <laughs> you should have gave full throttle on that i didn't know what was happening wow did you hear something? I heard something. Is Santa going to be on this program tonight? Yes. That's awesome. In fact, Ton, I happen to have stumbled upon some audio, a recording of Santa Claus. Really? We can hear that later. Wow. The real Santa? I I have no reason to believe it would be an imposter. That's amazing. Do you know of any imposter Santas? I know of several, yeah. My kids went to have breakfast with Santa last weekend, and my daughter, uh, as soon as she got home, told me that Santa hung out on his cell phone most of the time, to which I said that most definitely is not the real Santa. He was a faker? He had to be a faker. Santa wouldn't hang out on his cell phone, looking at his phone, scrolling through junk while a bunch of kids are around? He's probably just making a list and then checking it a second time digital list well yeah i mean it's you don't the think new he's scrolling through tiktok and instagram he's probably just checking up with his elves and seeing the progress of whatever toys the kids at breakfast were asking for yeah but can't you do that like on different off hours not in front of the children there's like three billion children in the in, at least in this country okay so you're saying there are no off hours i don't think so this is a busy time of year I'm just saying if I was Santa, I'd at least like go to the John to check on the list on my phone. It's end of year, end of quarter. Santa's got to get that stuff pushed out the door. I just don't like that idea, you know? I try hard with my children to not look at the phone. I really do. Because I don't ever want them to feel as though the phone is more important than them. What if it is, though? They deserve my focus. It's not. It never is. Listen to me. People out there listening. It especially isn't when I send on a message. I know that. It's never. It's never more important than your own child. Than your own child's attention. It never is. Ton, I'm outside in your driveway. I slipped and fell, and I'm bleeding pretty bad. Well, I'm playing cars matching game with my kids, so I'll just have to wait. And then I died. If you're in my driveway. I died. You can at least drag yourself to the door and knock or something. There was a bad wound. I mean, you know. 
froze right to the or if driveway. You, if you have the phone in your hands and it's emergency, just call. Actually call. Instead of text messaging. If it's an emergency, come on. I erased 911 and put your number in All speed right. dial. Because you're my go-to. Yeah, just call. Don't send an urgent text. If you're dying, please just call. Got a lot of caveats here for a man who's bleeding out in your own driveway. Well, is it calling easier than texting even? This is a ridiculous conversation. Called the insurance company. That's a good plan. (laughs) Ka-ching! Just a heads up, son. This is your last Christmas. All right. Fine with it. In your ivory tower. Yeah. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Well, it is a five-count Christmas. It is. It really is. We do have some Christmas songs. Kids love Christmas songs. Your mom loves Christmas songs. She does. Your mom loves Christmas songs. Yes, she does love them. What's your favorite if you had to... Is it O Tannenbaum? Favorite Christmas song? Is it We Three Kings? No, actually, um, I don't know why, but Chestnuts has been. I I, th- I have a hunch as to why, but Chestnuts is like my favorite song. It's the one I've sang the most. Um, Nat King Cole? Yeah, 100%. Is it because he reminds you of me? I think it's because it's the first song that I ever remember singing, like performing, and it was in elementary school where we... And I, I, I just thought it was so awesome that we were going to get to go stand up in front of everybody and sing this song. And I took it so seriously. Um, I mean, it had to be like first grade or something, and we sang that song. And uh, I've just remembered it ever since. But what's really funny is uh, when Sophia was born, um, she was born in February. and That is funny. Yeah, and so it was. It's kind of still winter in February, so I was singing that to her when she was a baby. And I remember all the way in through summer, I like was just in first time being a parent trance, and I was still singing chestnuts and like holy night <laughs> to my daughter all summer before bed, like holding her and singing her <laughs> to sleep, and I just sing Christmas songs the whole summer. It was awesome. I was actually telling her that story earlier this this season. Is it possible that you could perhaps reenact that after the break? Sing you the to sleep? Not just me. To all the gentle listeners. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. We could play some other songs. That sounds good. Well, Tongue. It's a five-count Christmas. Here's some ween. I'm Gene Ween. And I'm Dean Ween. I'd like to thank everybody for all your support this year, and it's been great, you know, having a lot of fun. We'd like to sing you a little song right now. Dean, what do you think? That would be great, Gina. All right, let's go for it. It's called Silent Night. Okay, you ready? Silent Night. Holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgins, mother and child, 
holy infant, you are so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round young virgin, mother and child, little one, holy infant, so tender and mild. Christ the Savior is born, Christ. Savior is born. I think. I don't, I'm not sure, actually. Yes, friends, these are the sounds of Christmas that we all love to hear, along with the songs of cheer that make the Christmas season such a bright and happy time for all of us. Yes, indeed. About this time, old Santa Claus is polishing up his sleigh, gathering in the reindeers, and working overtime with all of his helpers to be ready by Christmas Eve. So you'd better be good if you want a visit from Santa. For Christmas, why not give these great selections of songs as Christmas gifts?
What's good, everybody? This is Ricochet, the highlight of the night, WWE superstar, and you are listening to The Five Count.
This is Jack Klugman, and one thing that's new is this year's Christmas seals. They do look nice on all our holiday gifts and mail, but that's not what's important about Christmas seals. Actually, they're powerful weapons in the fight for our good health all year round. They fight such lung diseases as emphysema, tuberculosis, and asthma, and the growing pollution of the air we have to breathe. Please, give more to Christmas seals. Your Lung Association says it's a matter of life and breath. Christmas, oh how my heart did jump The reason was because old Santa Claus Was sliding up and down his hump Then Mama saw my camel She said, oh bless my soul And as I began to pet him She said, where'd you get him from Uncle Mo at the North Pole My camel comes from the Middle from the burning desert sands When I brought him to the playground The kids all split their pants They were laughing so hard in the schoolyard So I named my camel Samuel And we rode him to school instead of a bus Leave the driving to us And everything was fine Till next Christmas time When Uncle Mo sent us a hippopotamus Hey, I got a camel for Christmas Oh, how my heart did jump The reason was because old Santa Claus Was sliding up and down his hump Then Mama saw my camel She said, oh, bless my soul And as I began to pet him She said, where'd you get him from Uncle Mo at the North Pole My camel comes from the Middle East From the burning desert sands When I brought him to the playground The kids all split their pants They were laughing so hard in the schoolyard So I named my camel Samuel And we rode him to school instead of a bus Leave the driving to us And everything was fine Till next Christmas time When Uncle Mo sent us a hippopotamus This is Keisha Knight Pulliam, and you are listening to The Five Count. Sit back on the couch with the whole family and snuggle and enjoy The Five Count. So cold and gray. Did you see the 
Do you hear that? Yes. Sounds like sleigh bells. I hear it. Sounds like ton walking on your roof. Oh. It must be a five-count Christmas. Man, I hope I don't get stuck in your chimney and you don't find me for another however many months. I was going to make a stuck-in-your-chimney joke, but I won't, because there might be kids and grandmas out there. Yeah. That's a sad story. That's probably the saddest part of Gremlins. I just watched that the other day, and... The whole th- when that part came, I was suddenly like, for the first time ever. I was just like, "Why do we have to have this sad moment with Phoebe Cates? Why?" When the firemen broke open the chimney, we thought maybe they'd find a dead cat or a bird, but instead they pulled out Ton. <laughs> it's so sad, and she has to sit and tell this story at random. Just. It's like you already, it seems like the world's coming to an end. There's gremlins everywhere. There's no hope in sight, right? The th- the things are taking over their whole town, and suddenly she's got to tell the story about how they found her dead dad stuck in the chimney. It's so sad and terrible. <sighs> That's what he said before wow. he slipped. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Man. Ton, it's a five-count Christmas. Great movie, though. Thank you so much. We do have some Yuletide greetings that were sent into the five-count hotline. If you'd like to send us a message, a Yuletide one or otherwise, 507-519-2030. You're never going to guess who left messages for you. Uh, President Obama? Yeah, no. Oh, man. Close. John and New Ulm. Yes! Sam Elliott rides a fire horse in Ghost Rider number two. Also, great. Oh, Ghost Rider GR for short. Okay. Got a little confused there. He fights Devil's son and his three or four buds. Google preview to see if garbage. Did Godzilla hurt Kong's arm last fight? Has metal arm on poster. Can I be at the next five-count staff meeting? Hi-oh, and ho-ho-ho, dude with an attitude. John. P.S. Saw ton. No, wait. Yes, ton. I saw something also. (laughs) Back to the future, number four, with Tom Holland. True dat. Ho-ho-ho. Also, I work December 24th, 25th. (laughs) Ho-ho-ho. Merry Christmas, John. From John. John. Oh, Merry Christmas, John and New Alm. Thank you so much for all those messages. That's a lot to take in. So you're telling me that Kong has a metal arm now? King Kong, like the giant gorilla thing, has a metal arm. Who, how, who in the how and the what's it and the who's it's makes a metal arm on Kong? This is getting out of control, I think. Completely ridiculous. You know what that means? It means Godzilla ain't got a prayer in Vegas. <laughs> oh, dust. Yes. You're hey, so good. Ton, I got good news. Okay. Got you a present. Oh, man. Would you like to open it? I feel terrible. Guess what Ton got me? Give up? Yep. <laughs> 
Nothing. I have you something, but I completely forgot to bring it just now. Yeah, you forgot it at the store. No, not at the store. <sighs> Stuff that's for you, it's really difficult to find at a store. So this is my gift. I love the wrapping paper, by the way. You always have the absolute best wrapping paper. It reminds me of all those stickers you used to have on your Huffy back in the 90s. 100% happened. It's great. It's lo- For those um, listening and not here in person, it's like... Uh, so everyone who isn't me. It's like a highly reflective 90s-style pattern on a lime green paper, but when the light reflects off of it, it's like multiple different rainbows of colors. Like those stickers you used to get out of the vending machine at yeah. Zans. It's really awesome. I don't know where he finds this stuff, but it's beautiful. Is it vintage paper? No. Not anymore. It can't be. Wow. Let's let's rip it real slow like. Ton's gonna be really excited. Or at least pretend you are. I bought this about six months ago, and it's just been waiting for a five-count Christmas. Okay. Is there a picture? Is there Color Wave Collection? Nortake. What is this? It's just a box, Ton. Open the box. A green creamer container? Ton's the kind of guy who opens a box at Christmas, and he's like, oh, cool. He got me a box of wheat thins. Uh-huh. Like, no, you got to open it. <laughs> it's a creamer container? Come on. No way, dude. What? Dust. (laughs) Wow. Dust. This is legit. Everyone listening? This. It's. Is this. Is it a special thing? Is that a special thing? It's. It's. It's a coffee mug. Where is it from? It's like. It's okay. It's like a glass coffee mug that is like uh, forty years old. Yeah, it's like white glass, if that makes sense. Um, and it's got a printing on it, and is in it, it's it's in absolute perfect condition. And it says, "Every day is Father's Day at Bonanza." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is real oven proof, made in the USA. It's oven proof. Why would they have to say that it's oven? It's like Pyrex oven proof coffee mug. Because that was what they did back in the day. That's a restaurant used coffee mug. It's been washed. You think it really was at the restaurant? Yeah. So it's like the legit Bonanza mug that you got if you ordered coffee at Bonanza. Yes. But it's mint condition dust. I know. I scoured the ethernets for the best looking one i could find dude wow did you think that was a remake like somebody was remaking bonanza mugs no but i definitely didn't think that it was its first issue like a real used one because it's in such good shape i guess there's like a tiny well looks like it could be a tiny scratch here but pay attention to that no i mean it's mint condition it's really good Wow, and it's so, dude, it's just looking at this thing <laughs> is 100% like you're you're there, like you're there. It's, it's like a time machine, the design of it and everything. Wow, dude, I just want to fire up the percolator right now. 
bonanza. Just some, I can, t- I feel like I can taste the coffee, even the type, the bonanza coffee. If anyone out there is listening and is confused, I mean, more so than usual, Bonanza was a restaurant that was here in the Mankato area in the 70s through the mid 90s, I would say. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. And Ton was there probably four times a week, which is why we call him Ton, because <laughs> he ate a lot of breadsticks and cheese sauce. Bonanza was just a beautiful place, you know? It was beautiful. It was- and then they turned it into something else, North Northland Harvest Buffet. Yeah, which is a ridiculous name. And then it was closed, and then they turned it into Grizzlies for a long time, and then they tore that down, and now it's some chicken hut. Yeah. Which is not the same. Not at all. But the chicken hut is built on an ancient Bonanza burial ground. Yes, it is. Yeah, dude, Bonanza. If you're not familiar, there was always a salad bar, and you could just get salad bar on its own, and it was a good one. And uh, when you ordered the food, you'd get them like on, it was like a wooden platter, but with like cast iron inserts, right? Am I saying that correctly? For the steaks? Yeah, you'd get a sizzling steak still on the, the skillet if you got steak. Um, usually like other adults with us would get a steak and I'd see that. But still, I recall like a wooden thing with metal in there, but it wasn't a sizzling skillet deal for like, uh, we. I remember I was getting the all-you-can-eat shrimp. Like they would have all-you-can-eat shrimp deals, and I remember going there for those, and I would eat shrimp, like fried shrimp all Until night. Until you threw up. Yeah. Somebody probably threw up in that very mug. It was the best. This mug is awesome. <laughs> it really is great. Thank you so much, Dust. I appreciate it. I want to drink something from it immediately. Tom, what'd you get me? It. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Uh, just my love and admiration. <sighs> love you so much, Dust. This is really great. This is really great. Think of it this way. You get to have your own spot on a show to open up your own gift in the future. Oh, but what do I get right now? Um, box of Kleenex for your tears. Mm. And it's nicely packaged in this thing. Green creamer container. I huh. thought of everything. Wow. Thank you, Dust. Thank you. And thank you, gentle listeners. It's a five-count Christmas. Oh, it's That's wonderful. Tough chucks his beloved mug across the room i didn't chuck it and i did wrap it in the bubble wrap beautifully you're never gonna guess what i have herpes <laughs> okay i guess you can guess it <laughs> you're never gonna guess what else i have <laughs> the clap damn it ton <laughs> i really thought this would be a lot harder <laughs> well for sure you're not going to guess the third thing that okay. I have. Okay. Actual recording of Santa Claus. The real one? Yes. Does he have chlamydia or? I didn't ask. Okay. I didn't talk to him. My mom did. Did you? Oh, okay. Or your mom. Somebody's mom. Somebody's mom talked to him. Our collective mom <laughs> talked with Santa Claus and I overheard it and I recorded it. That's awesome. And I wanted to play it for you because well, you were a little skeptical and I'm saying like 
Santa's real. Just because you met a Santa who was on TikTok all day doesn't mean that there isn't a real Santa somewhere else. Yeah. Planning something real special for you. I love this idea. Let's go to that audio right now. Proof that Santa Claus exists. Let's head on to Santa. It's a five count Christmas. Do you hear something? It sounded like someone landing on the roof. Why, Santa Claus, this is a surprise. Ho, 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 and a jolly Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Santa. The children will sure be happy to see you. Oh, no, they must not see me tonight, or I would have to sprinkle vanishing powder on me and become invisible. Well, we're sure glad to see you, Santa. But what brings you to our home so early? I thought you only came on Christmas Eve. Well, you know, there are so many more good little boys and girls in the world these days than when I used to come and see you when you were little. I just have to come around early to check and make sure I have my record straight so I don't miss bringing the right things to good little boys and girls on Christmas Eve. Now... Let me look in my book and see if everything's in order. Ah, here it is. And how many children do you have now? Two. Yes, I have that. Now, tell me their names again so that I can see that I have them down right. Dustin and Ton. Aha. Now, before I write down and be sure what they want for Christmas, have they been good this year? Well, they've been pretty good, but they still have their moments. Ton is constantly pestering people with his RoboCop impressions, and Dustin refuses to wipe. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to be watching them awfully close between now and Christmas. And even though they won't be able to see me, I'll be looking to see that they do better. Santa Claus only brings presents to good little boys and girls. If they're bad... I'll just leave a bundle of switches when I come back Christmas Eve. But just in case they're good, you better tell old Santa what they want for Christmas. Ton wants a white Fender Stratocaster with DiMarzio HS3 single-coil pickups and a rosewood scallop fretboard, just like Ingve Malmsteen plays. Dustin, well, Dustin wants to find out who his real father is. I see. I think I have all this down... It will do old Santa's heart good to bring these toys on Christmas Eve. But it would sadden old Santa's heart if they weren't good children and I had to leave only a bundle of switches under the tree for them on Christmas morning. Oh, I'm sure they'll be good, Santa, and I'll tell them you'll be watching to make sure they're good. For Santa's sake, I hope they are good. I'll try to be around in one of the stores before Christmas so they can come and sit on my lap and tell me themselves what they want for Christmas. Well, we'll try to bring them to see you, Santa. Well, I've got a lot more parents of other boys and girls to see tonight, so I'd better be going. You tell your children that Santa came by tonight and wished them a Merry Christmas for me. Goodbye, Santa, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
and you're listening to The Five Count.
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, take two. Now you know Dasher. You have to be a little closer in on that, I'm sorry. Okay, once more. Take three. Now you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer. I think we can do one more. We're just getting into it now. That's all right. You know me. Okay, we're rolling on take four. A little closer on that first part, even. Yeah. Okay, you want it nice and crisp. Now you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of Oh, the reindeer love. 
beautiful. Yeah. Hey, how did you do that? Ooh. First you push the dinky and then start the thing of a thing. The grammar turns the grammar on the gadget. It's very scientific and it makes a lot of noise. But the super duper, what you might call it, makes terrific toys. Hey, Bon. Hey, be my guest, Fred. It's a brand new kind of Christmas song. We don't sing, we only do the wrong. With a It's a five-count Christmas. Man, you remember when I was English Santa? Do I? Wow. That audio is on our YouTube page. I was thinking about that the other day. If you check under the playlist entitled Nonsense, there's a few Christmas-related videos in there, including the time that Ton was English Santa. I played Santa on a, on a what do you, you want to call it, a sister station? A different commercial station in this town. I played Santa on a program there. That was great fun. The kids loved it. Kids loved it. Also, that last song uh, by Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Was Christmas a thing in Bedrock? I imagine it would not be. Yeah, uh I don't know. Wasn't Fred Flintstone long dead before Jesus was born? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the logistics. I of mean, that. the guy had a woolly mammoth <clears throat> for like a car wash. Yeah. So I don't think the timelines match up. Yeah, it doesn't really, does it? That's interesting. Still a good song. It's yeah, it's good. What'd you think about that recording of Santa Claus? I loved it. The mom was great, too. Hope he brings you everything you asked for. Yeah, I hope so, too. It was really something. I got a really important question for you. It's about Christmas, but Christmas from long, long ago. Really? Yeah, well, like 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Yeah. You know, like a decade why, why would you ask me about 10 years ago? Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Oh, I see now. It's like the ton of Christmas past. <laughs> what happened? Well, ton, December 21st, 2013. That was 10 years ago. You're never going to guess. 10 years ago this week was a five-count Christmas. Oh, beautiful. It's amazing how that matches up sometimes. That is crazy. Uh, it says here, we spread holiday cheer, of course. Tons spread a lot of things back then, but mostly holiday cheer. 
Uh, we did reminisce about the five-count Christmas party. Do you remember that? The five-count Christmas party? Did we have one of those? Or I were mean, you just joshing around? I don't know. I mean, we must have if we talked about it, maybe. I don't know. It says here, Ton compared the Beatles to Hitler. Now that sounds <laughs> like something he would have did. <laughs> no way. How would I have said that? That's amazing. I'm going to have to re-listen to that. Ton had a real issue. Or has. I'm not sure if it's all in the past. It's all in the past. I love the Beatles. Now you love them. I love them now. Do you still think they're like Hitler? No. Are you saying you love Hitler? No. What are you saying? I would never compare them to Hitler now. But 10 years ago. Allegedly, I did that. But It's all right here. It's alleged. It's in my diary. If you listen to the show, I know Dusty also liked to embellish things that I would say. Nope. Nothing but the facts in my diary. Well, I apologize for my previous actions. Also, if that wasn't enough, and it should have been, Tim Curry also regaled us with a reading of the holiday classic Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, that was nice. That was a Christmas to remember. It was 10 years ago. Man. 10 years ago. You are like... Did I make it? Yes. You are <laughs> many in a row. I don't even know how many now. Oh, I've lost count. That's probably like 58 in a row. Wow. I'm like the white Larry Bird. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hey, welcome back. It's a five count Christmas. Man. If only Ton had some bells of some sort to remind you of the time of year it is. Do you uh, like Home Alone 2 or how do you feel? Do about I? That? It's fine. Did you know there's like seven Home Alone movies? No, I did not know that. Is that for real? There is not seven. I guess I might have made that up. But there is more than you would think there should be. So you liked part two? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, part one's better. Yeah. But I don't know about Home Alone 3. Do you, I mean. Or four or five. Do you remember seeing part one? In the theater? Saw it twice. And was it? It's probably the only time I saw a movie twice in the theater. Yeah, you loved it, right? It was hilarious. It was pretty good. There was times that you couldn't even stop laughing, I felt like. I almost died. I laughed so much. And so when part two came out, I remember seeing that in the theater and 100% expecting the same type of, I don't know, outcome and it just didn't happen i think i was expecting too much out of it it had joe pesci and donald trump what more do you want yeah it didn't yeah i mean i don't think i laughed until the paint cans maybe there's only like six minutes left in the film when that part happens i know Listen, Ton, I was kind of joking around and exaggerating, but there actually is six Home Alone movies. Are you serious? How? Well, they kept making them. I've only seen two. (laughs) There's Home Alone 3. It came out in 1997. There's four bad guys in that one, and it looks really stupid. Then there's Home Alone 4. 
Home Alone 3? And then there's Home Alone 5, the holiday heist. Home Alone 3 already had a different kid, right? Yes. Yeah, because in... I think uh, Kevin McAllister, McCulky Culkin, would have been like 26. At some point, it becomes unbelievable. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't... I... Yeah. I haven't seen any of the rest of that. Would you like to? Not really. I mean, I'm guessing it's all terrible. When did part four come out? 2002. Yeah, that's got to be terrible. It was directed by a guy named Rod. Can't go wrong there. Can you think of any movies that are any good that happened in the early 2000s at all? Um, Nacho Libre. Okay. Fair. How's that? That's a good one. That's a good one. A good example. I have really difficult time recalling good movies from the early 2000s. Um, Home Alone 4. That's terrible. You've never seen it. I. Uh, it's a feeling I have. A gut feeling that says that movie's terrible. Hmm. How would you feel if somebody thought that way about this program? They probably do. And they just don't even listen to it. A well, five-count Christmas in 2023? Nah, my gut tells me that sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably happening right now. Don't you feel a little bad? <sighs> no. Oh. <laughs> I would say give us a shot. I'm not saying that I would never watch Home Alone 4, but I'm just saying that I bet it's not good. Should we watch it for the five count at the movies? We probably could. We already watched the ALF Christmas special. Yes. It's available now on Patreon. ALF. ALF. Like the guy. Not the the guy, but like the other guy. Furry Muppet guy from outer space that eats cats. That Alf. It's funny. It's terrible. Oh. I mean, it's really Wait, what good. did I say? It's super. Funny? Yeah, great. And should watch. Go to Patreon immediately and please watch. You should definitely give us a dollar. But then after that, I don't care if you're watching or not. <laughs> yeah. Just sign up for reoccurring payments. We should just walk off. I don't care. We should have watched the Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. That's really good. Are there any terminally ill children or suicide attempts in that one? No. No, Charles in that one. Oh, yeah. It's great. Wait, is she the one who gave birth in the elevator? No, no, no. She just sang a song. It was great. Oh, she's in the Pee Wee. In the Pee Wee. Not Elf. Christmas. Yeah. No, it's great. That's what I thought when we were watching Elf Christmas. Thought, no, that's missing is Charo. And she never showed up. Mm-hmm. Kind of ridiculous. Still worth a watch. It is. Tano shirtless. Does that help sweeten the pot? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that Pee Wee's Christmas special is great. How about that Claymation Christmas special? Do you like that with the California Raisins or whatever? I just watched that on Tonflix before I came here. Did you? And how was it? Um, I kind of wish I'd have gone in the other room and gotten my DVD version. 
Yeah. I had a really difficult time finding a, a quality. If you've got it on DVD, could you lend it to me? You should have known that I would have it. I had no idea. I love claymation. The raisins, the noid. I can't get enough. Yeah. You should lend it to me so I can get a solid rip. A solid rip. Some people might think this program is a solid rip. Yeah, they might. That's true. But I'll tell you one thing. John in New Alm, he does not think this program is a solid rip. He loves it. Son told me I don't give a rip at all about getting you a gift. <laughs> I did not say that ever. I said, yeah, that tracks. I give many rips about you in general, Dust. You're a very important person in my life. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you remember like nine years ago and for about a three month period, you were trying really hard to rip phone books in half? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> Dude, it went on and on. It went even at my current job when I started working at my at the job that I'm at now, it bled into that. And a coworker and I were ripping phone books there. We were seeing that people were throwing phone books and we were taking them out of the garbage and then bringing them back to our office and just ripping phone books in front of people. What did the people say? They were very impressed and also scared. It was awesome. Scared of your physical prowess? Yes. Physical prowess and sheer Scared of all the... Scared that they may need to make a phone call at some point and have no book. (laughs) Also afraid of... All the potential paper cuts that could be happening. And that you might not recycle it properly. Man. Sometimes big ripped guys don't care about the planet. Yeah, they just don't recycle very well. We recycled them back. We brought them all back to where we got them from. It was really something. Do you think that wipes out the carbon footprint from all the hairspray that you use? All the Aquanet you use before work? I mean, maybe. I don't know. How am I to know these things? There's no measurement system. No, but it should weigh on you. (sighs) Like, spiritually. Maybe they've got, like, non-ozone-damaging Aquanet now. Maybe they do, but you don't use it. You don't get to look like Terry Silver by using some kind of newfangled (laughs) Aquanet light. Yeah, that's true. You got to have the real stuff. John, I've got the real stuff on deck here. It's a Christmas tale, Christmas story. Really? For you and for Grandma. All right. Gather around the radio or the fire or the dumpster or wherever you're hearing this. Because I got a story here about the day that Santa cried. Oh. It's really going to hopefully turn things around for you and your outlook. Sounds like a tearjerker. And the way that you treat people. Okay. Mainly me. Okay, thank you so much. This is the story of the day that Santa cried.
Princess Ow was a most beautiful little girl. Most of the time she was smiling and singing. Of course, she wasn't really a princess. That was her daddy's nickname for her. He called her princess because he loved her so very much. He called her Ow because she had a habit of crying Ow whenever she might fall or bump into anything. And so her daddy called her Princess Ow. Her brother Jay was a year older than she. He was taller and very strong. He liked to play ball and to swim and to skate and to build things. Most of all, Princess Ow and her brother Jay liked to play in the backyard under the weeping willow tree. It was there that Wanda, the good little fairy, would visit them. Oftentimes, Wanda would send them off on the most wonderful adventures with the help of her magic wand. One day, and not so very long ago, Princess Ow and her brother Jay were playing in their backyard near the weeping willow tree. Suddenly, they heard the good fairy's voice. Good morning, children, she said. Good morning, Wanda, they both cried together, looking up on the weeping willow tree, trying to find her. Then when they saw her, Jay asked, Tell us, Wanda, is there really a Mr. Rumpelstocker? Well now, the good fairy answered, Why do you ask me that? Princess Ow answered, saying, Last night, Daddy told us a bedtime story about Mr. Rumpelstocker. He told us that Mr. Rumpelstocker was the head of all the little elves that work for Santa Claus, making toys and taking care of his reindeer. Then Jay said, And he told us that Mr. Rumpelstocker knows when children are bad and that he puts a black mark after their names in a big book for Santa to see. Oh, he writes down the good things you do, too, Wanda the Good Fairy said. Like when you play nicely together and share your playthings and do as your mommy and daddy tell you. He puts a black mark after your name when you are bad. He puts a red mark after your name every time you do something that is good. Just like Daddy said, Princess Ow exclaimed. But how does he know? The children asked excitedly. Well now, maybe you can both find out, teased Wanda. Would you like to go to the North Pole and see Santa's home and the workshop where the elves live and work and meet Mr. Rumpelstocker? Wanda asked the two children. Oh yes, yes, they both shouted. And in her excitement, Princess Ow tripped over the handle of a toy lawnmower that Jay had been playing with. Ow! she cried. Wanda said, get ready. And she waved her magic wand. A great number of tiny glittering stars always appeared when she waved her wand. In an instant, they were at the North Pole standing deep in the cold, cold snow. 
Brrr, said Jay, I'm cold. Ow, said his sister, I'm frozen. Then Wanda waved her wand once more. And quicker than Tuffy the kitty comes for a saucer of milk, the children were bundled in warm winter clothes. In front of them, they saw three big buildings and the gaily colored North Pole. The house in the center is where Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus live, Wanda told the children. The building on the left is the reindeer stable. The building on the right is where Santa's elves live and work. The sleigh pad is for Santa and his reindeer to use for takeoffs and landings. Walk over to the big building where the elves are working and you will get a big surprise, the good fairy said to her two little friends. When they reached the door, Jay struggled with one of his heavy mittens so he could knock. His sister pulled on it. Off it came, and Princess Ow went tumbling in the snow. Ow, she cried. Then before her brother could knock, the door was flung open, and there standing in the doorway and chuckling merrily was the jolliest little elf you ever could hope to see. Come in, come in, the jolly little elf said. And welcome to the North Pole, Princess Ow, he said, bowing very politely. Then he shook hands with her brother and said with a jolly little laugh, and a hearty welcome to you, Jay. Are you Mr. Rumpelstocker? Jay asked. Well, you bet the weeping willow tree in your backyard that I am, the little man said, laughing gaily. Oh, how do you know we have a weeping willow tree in our backyard? Jay asked. And how do you know when we are good or bad? Princess Ow asked excitedly. You shall see, Mr. Rumpelstocker promised, as he led them into a huge building. Then Wanda, the good little fairy, who had entered in her own mysterious way, once more waved her magic wand. The children's winter clothes disappeared, and again they were dressed as they had been. Then Mr. Rumpelstocker introduced Princess Ow and her brother Jay to each of the little elves in the workroom. Each one stopped working long enough to bow politely to Princess Ow and to shake hands with her brother Jay. Then they would return to their work. My, but they were busy as little beavers making toys and games and dolls for good little boys and girls. As they worked, they whistled merrily. Then Mr. Rumpelstocker took them to his very private study, where they saw a bright, clear television set. That is my magic television set, Mr. Rumpelstocker said. Then he added, I can tune in on any boy or girl I want to, any time anywhere I want to. That's how I know when you are good and when you are bad. He tuned his magic television set in on two boys who were playing together. So that's how you know, cried the children. Suddenly, 
one of the boys on Mr. Rumpelstocker's TV screen reached over and took a hat off the other boy's head. The second boy began to cry and picked up a pail and hit the other boy with it. Oh, mercy me, mercy me, Mr. Rumpelstocker said. Tommy and Terry are fighting again. He opened a big book on the table near his magic television set. Then he made a big black mark after each of the two boys' names. Oh, mercy me, mercy me, Santa will be so unhappy when he sees all the black marks, the sad Mr. Rumpelstocker said. Then Mr. Rumpelstocker, remembering his two young guests, began to smile again. Now you know, he said, how I know when you are bad or good. I tune in on you children quite often, you know, and you never can tell when I'm watching you. He chuckled gaily, and then he said, Come now, I'll show you the reindeer and the stables. He led them down a flight of stairs to a series of tunnels and stairways, and explained to them, These stairways and tunnels save us from going out in the cold. They connect all the buildings together. Then he led them up another flight of stairs, and opened the door. There the children saw eight of the tiniest and prettiest reindeer you could imagine. Mr. Rumpelstocker let the children pet the reindeer and feed them some oats. Then he led them back down the stairway. But this time, he took a different turn in the tunnel. Once again, he led them up a flight of stairs. This time, he knocked on the door. Come in, Mr. Rumpelstocker and Princess Owl and Jay, said a deep, jolly voice. Mr. Rumpelstocker opened the door, and the children saw... Santa Claus! Oh, how excited and wonderful they felt to meet Santa face to face in his very own house. Their little cheeks were flushed with excitement, and big smiles lit up their faces. Well, 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 Santa Claus exclaimed as Mr. Rumpelstocker ushered Princess Owl and her brother Jay into the big cheery room. It's mighty good to see you, Princess Owl. And it's mighty good to see you, Jay, Santa Claus said as he extended his hand. The children both shook hands with Santa Claus, and then he said, I want you to meet Mrs. Santa Claus. She has lunch ready for all of us. The children were introduced to Mrs. Santa Claus. Then, after they had all chatted for a while, Mrs. Santa Claus led them all into a large, beautiful dining room. She had prepared a most delicious lunch, and all five at the table ate heartily. While they were eating, Princess Owl asked Santa Claus, Do you ever watch Mr. Rumpelstocker's magic television set? It was Mrs. Santa Claus who answered her, Oh, I never let him watch it anymore. You see, he was watching it one day when two children began to be very naughty and started misbehaving. Santa was so upset and so sad that he cried. And then Mr. Rumpelstocker shook his head from side to side. 
Mercy me, oh mercy me, oh mercy me, he said. None of us will ever forget the day that Santa cried. And Wanda, the good little fairy, perched atop the mantle of the huge fireplace, began to sing. Hey, this is Tun's mom, and you're listening to The Five Count. I never actually listened to it myself, but I'm sure it doesn't suck that bad. silence after Wanda finished her song, and then Princess Owl said, Oh, dear Mr. Santa Claus, I hope it wasn't Jay and I who made you cry. Oh, I hope not, Jay echoed. No, no, Santa chuckled. Why, Mr. Rumpelstocker's big book shows that despite the fact that you have several black marks for being naughty, you have 37 red marks for being very good little children. Why, that's simply wonderful, Mrs. Santa Claus said. And Santa Claus added, You are both sure to have a wonderful Christmas. Then Wanda, the good little fairy, said to the children, Come, it's time for us to go now. Princess Owl and her brother thanked Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus and Mr. Rumpelstocker for everything. 
Mercy me, oh mercy me, but I'll miss you two children, Mr. Rumpelstocker said as he wiped a tear from his eye. I'll be visiting you on Christmas Eve, said Santa. Remember to keep on being good children, for Mr. Rumpelstocker will be watching you on his magic television set. Then Wanda waved her magic wand, and presto, just like that, they were back in their own backyard under the weeping willow tree. Oh, thank you ever so much, Wanda, Princess Owl said to the good little fairy. Yes, Wanda, Jay said, thank you very much. That was a most wonderful adventure. You are most welcome, Wanda answered them. I shall return soon to take you to meet Rainbow, the Easter Bunny. Then she gradually faded from their sight. But even after she had completely disappeared, they heard her voice coming from high in the weeping willow tree as she softly sang. Children stopped being naughty and behaved as good children should. Santa brushed away his teardrops and laughed as only he could. Dusty's grandma, Lila Wilmot. You're listening to The Five Count on the radio. And I love it very much. When you're alone around the tree And you've got no family And your lights are off Cause your bills weren't paid on time Trouble at work and your friends 
Count Christmas. What a story that was. Yep. Ton makes Santa cry. He makes me cry. Probably, you're probably tearing up out there listening. That clarinet in the bridge of that last song probably made you tear up a little bit. It did, really. It's a five count Christmas. It's a wonderful song, actually. Welcome back to the show. It's almost over, but it could be replayed. Until Christmas morning. Yeah, you can replay it over and over again. What's your problem? What, <laughs> what is your problem? It's available on our website, thefivecount.com. Did you think you just had to stay up on Saturday and listen to it and then it's one and done? No, you can listen to it over and over again. You can also listen on a podcast, any of your favorite podcasting apps. I want to ask you a question. Me? Yeah. So... It's not a math question, is it? No, but I've been thinking about this somewhat recently, and uh, I don't know if we've ever discussed it on air, but Christmas time. It's here. Do you think, like, do you think the 1960s were somehow the, like, the Christmas peak? Or, like, do you think it was in the 80s somewhere? Or, like, what do you think? Because I was just thinking about this, how people are still, like, I'm guessing people still watch, like, Rudolph, all the claymation classics and stuff that are from the 60s. 
And there's like a lot of the music that's still played that's from the 60s. Christmas music and stuff. What's the, What's up with that? Why is that so nostalgic for so many people, even if they didn't actually experience it? I mean, I guess we did experience it still as children, but we weren't. It, well, I wasn't around 60s. in the 60s. Yeah, neither was I, but. I thought you were. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever think about that? It's like an interesting thing. We could be in an era now where a lot of kids aren't seeing that old stuff. I don't know. They do have a lot of Hallmark movies about Christmas. And that's an entirely different feeling than... So are we in another boom period? I don't know. I mean, I play for my... My kids have seen... Like this year we've watched Frosty, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, original Claymation... Um, the Grinch also claiming. I mean, these are all I think in this from the sixties. Maybe Frosty was the early seventies, right? I could look it up. Frosty, but was I guess the Snowman. We did watch the Pee Wee's Christmas, but that's about. And then we watched the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Was it Charlie Brown in the seventies? Probably. That was sixties. So was Frosty. It's all like mid to late 60s, right? So what are you saying? We never actually celebrated Christmas the right way? No, I'm just we saying... We weren't born early enough? It's really interesting to think about how... Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you, could you imagine of being a kid back then when all that stuff was new and, you know, everybody was experiencing it for the first time together and... Listen, I saw Ernest Saves Christmas in the theater. Getting aluminum Christmas trees. So and I stuff. was in on it. You were in on Ernest Saves Christmas. On the ground floor. Okay. Of a good time. I don't think you can compare. So, as far as like the movies and the music, it seems like the 1960s was kind of one of the heights of Christmas spirit as far as movies and music is concerned. But I think it'd be really tough to top some of the uh, the 80s era's toys for Christmas. I think. There's a lot of sweet toys. There's a lot of sweet movies in the 80s, too, about Christmas. So then where are we now? I don't know. Is now the worst time? Well, I mean, I don't the know. The worst time if, for everything? I don't know of any new Christmas movies out there that are really awesome. They probably made another sequel to that dumb movie you like with Tim Allen. I don't know. They maybe did. The first Santa Claus is pretty good. The first one and the second one, I think, are pretty good. I don't know. I think people liked the third one, too, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. People like Tim Allen? I mean, yeah, I think there's people that like Tim Allen. Really? Yeah. Huh. You don't like him? I never guessed. No, I didn't think anyone did. You're not a home improvement kind of guy. Like, you don't like the show and you don't like working on your own house. No. Neither one of them. I don't like either of those things. All right. Um, Your attitude also, you can add to that list. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't like that. I don't know what to tell you, man. 
I don't know what I want you to tell me. I don't know why you hate Tim Allen. Because uh, he's dumb. Well, like how? Like, he's Santa. Like he's not funny. You need to just get over your your highfalutin comedian opinions, okay? And just realize that can't. I'm too highbrow. The guy's Santa, right? Nah, nah. Ton, you're never gonna guess. <laughs> I already guessed the last five times, but this time, you're not going to guess. I got a message sent to the five-count hotline from John in New Orleans. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Hey, what's a Christmas tree's favorite candy? No idea. Ornaments. Hey, Ton, what did one snowman say to the other? No idea. Did you pick your nose? hi Hey, Tom. <laughs> yes. Where do gingerbread men sleep? I don't know. On Ton's couch. No, on cookie sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, that's uh, <laughs> some side splitters right there. I appreciate that yuletide crack he took at you. Wow. That's awesome. It's a five-count Christmas. It really is. Floyd Shouts, um, I just want to say I appreciate uh, everything you've done uh, for and on this program this year. And uh, I really hope that you are finding some sort of joy and you have someone to spend this Christmas with. Are, are you having him over at your place? or? Uh, no. I asked him what he was up to and he, he was busy. He's going to have snacks and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Didn't mention you at all. Well, that's normal. Sure, that was just a Yuletide oversight on his part. That's okay. It's okay. But yeah, so... I'll be thinking about your Floyd Shouts. He probably won't get you a gift either. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can hash them out all over the internet all you want. Son, did you know that the five count on Patreon is the gift that keeps on giving the whole year? Yes, the whole year. If you forgot to get us a gift also, there's still time to join us on Patreon for the price of one dollar. Man. Wouldn't that be something? It's a good deal. Here's a give me a dollar song. Yes. Now that Christmas is over. But you get early access to all of our shows so you could listen to the five count on a Thursday morning instead of a Saturday night. Also, a lot of bonus stuff like the five count at the movies where we watch Elf talk a man down from a bridge for That's Christmas. Craziness. But you could watch it. You could watch it with us. It's a beautiful thing. And all the five count Christmases from like the first four or five years are up there as well. There's several of them. A lot of classic episodes. You'll love it. I mean, you probably got off work and stuff. What else did you plan on doing? Yeah, what else? You could at least just have us on in the background. (laughs) Can you imagine? Go to our YouTube page and hit play all and just walk away. Yeah. Then we'll get likes. People will think we're popular. As the kids are opening presents, you can listen to Dustin. Be a beautiful thing. Man. It has been beautiful, Ton. It's 
Five Count Christmas coming to an end. It really is. Don't forget, on Patreon, there is a bonus episode of The Five Count. Another Christmas. You could go in right now and listen to that as well. Tune in over there to hear my scandalous story about the Full Throttle Saloon. There are now ten bonus episodes of The Five Count that nobody else could hear ever. And that includes you out there. If you happen to know somebody who has joined us on Patreon, don't just think you can wander into the room while they're listening to the bonus show and be like, oh, hey, what's this, the bonus show? Mind if I have a seat? Get the hell out. (laughs) It's not for you. Oh, man. Well, thanks so much for listening. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Happy holidays. See you next time.